Hello and welcome to Roll and Move, the internet's podcast that takes a look at some of the worst board games and card games ever to be printed, or at least we think ever to be printed, and uh, we take a look at them, we talk about why they're bad, what makes them not work, but today, we're not doing that. Instead, today's a very special episode. We made it. say, Gare? We, we did made it. it. We, we did, did it. it. <laughs> Way to drop inside jokes that no one is going to understand. <laughs> How old are we today, guys? We are 25. 25. We are 25 episodes old. Mm-hmm. That's right. We did it. It's the big 25. What do they call that? The silver anniversary? That's the uh, the golden geek anniversary. Golden I like to geek. call it a quarter life crisis, but continue. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we have hit our quarter life crisis. And as such, we have decided that this would be a perfect episode for us to look back at some of the games that we have reviewed thus you know far we're canceled. on our show. That's right. And we'll decide. Later, we we will reveal whether or not we are canceling ourselves by the end of the episode. I am your first co-host, Thomas Jungerberg, and with me here, as always, is I'm Garrett Lively, and I am about to have to defend my worst winning percentage. So get ready for that, everybody. Oh yeah, it's going to be a total shit show. And also. And I'm Jeff Lee, and I wonder every episode why I'm still here. <laughs> well, hopefully we'll be able to solve that question today. But before we get to that one, we actually came up with a small list of questions that we thought we would be able to discuss as we uh, poke and prod our past record of examining and reviewing games. So uh, do you guys do you guys want me to just sort of start at the, the top of the list here? Yeah, we, jump on in. Well, before we do that, I just want to say, uh, so you may have noticed throughout the episodes, if you listen to particular ones, but just in case you aren't familiar, we keep a nice excel sheet of every game we review we mm-hmm. list everyone's ratings the order that we played it in we kind of compare the difference between what we gave and what you know is is the rating on board game geek uh, we also keep track of the winners and of course on our website repdraftgames.com you can see a list of all of the episodes that we've done so far so if you're confused about anything that we talk about today these are all games that we've reviewed and i think maybe we could maybe post a uh a picture of kind of our excel sheet so everybody can kind of get a feel for what's going on Post a picture of it we'll see if we can figure out a way to sort of put that on the website too or like maybe like an interactive table we'll look into it we'll look into it we can just share our Another thing I want to add is that we have not, or at least I haven't, gone back and reviewed any of these games again. So everything is based on uh, what I remember from the game. So keep in mind there's some recency bias. Uh, But if I still feel really strongly about games that I have or have not participated in, hint, hint, uh, then you can check that out there. But just keep keep that in mind when you guys are listening to our answers. He's, he's talking about uh, Battle of the Sexes because Carrie uh, did yes. all the heavy lifting. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> all right, here we go, guys. Let's start at the top of our little list here that we've made. So, gentlemen, what has been the worst non-diced-based purgatory mechanism that we have come across? Uh, well, just to let the listeners know, dice-based purgatory is a term that I am 100% sure Rough Draft Games coined. It is where you're at the end of the game and you need to roll a five to get into that final space. And if you roll a four, you don't get to move. If you roll a three, you don't get to move. If you roll a one, you don't get to move. If you roll a six, you don't get to move. Right. I think you get the picture. You have to roll exactly a five or else your turn's over and it's the next player's turn. So you're just caught in this... You're just waiting for the game to end. There's nothing else you can do as a player. You're in limbo. You're just waiting until you get a five. So that is what we have defined as dice-based purgatory. And we have all collectively rooted it, hated on it, shamed it, publicly Mm -hmm. posted on it. We all hate it. So 
Took that one out of the question. That one's the yep. worst by far. So we're basically voting for second <laughs> second worst, yeah. right, Garrett? Second yeah, so worst. What did we learn in this, you know, in doing these episodes together? Like, is there some sort of new mechanic that you realized now? Like, sort of an honorable mention in that list where Dice Base Purgatory takes the top. You want to start things off, Jeff? Yeah, I'll start things off. Um, one of the worst ones that come to mind is in Lord of the Rings, Return of the King. Um, there was an inventory mechanism where you had to pick up the ring and move it forward. Oh and if you God. died, you have to drop it. And like you had to get the ring to a certain point um, and you, while also exploring. So like this would be cool in an RPG where you can just click. But because it was turn based, it took us like six hours or something. stupid. It wasn't that long, but it was like it felt like that long. That by far was the worst mechanic for me. I just felt like we're never going to do this. thing. <laughs> that was a good one. That, that, took, that was like a three hour so, session. That was so, that was so, so rough. Oh, my God. That was so rough. Oh my god! I wonder if you can like just feel our energy dropping in that episode. We'll have to go back and listen. It's but. it's pretty by the bad. three hour mark. Yeah, yeah. Like was, I cannot rough. believe we recorded an episode after doing that one because that was just a slog of a game. Uh, Gare, what do you think for that one? Huh? Uh, so I, you're, Jeff, you're gonna have to remind me the exact specifics of this, but I remember in NFL Rush Zone we had to roll a die after we rolled a die. <laughs> to check and see if we if we get to go a certain amount of distance and i you're gonna have to remind me of the specifics of this but i believe you like rolled competitively against each other and then you rolled another die to see how successful it is yeah you like rolled to beat somebody basically <laughs> like you rolled to ha- see who the highest number is and then you rolled again to see like what what your actual distance was or whatever it was like I don't understand why I didn't combine the two mechanics into one and just made it like one mechanic. Difference. Yeah, or make it the difference. Like it, it didn't and then make also, any sense. My favorite part of this is that they had different colored dice for this, right? Like- yeah, they had they had green <laughs> dice and they had white dice because why not? You know, <laughs> like, it, was, it was yeah, it was really funny. And yeah. actually, funnily enough, I'm now using the green dice as like my general dice for everything else because good. It's yeah, not, that, actually, I'm, that's a great point. I have taken a lot of components from these board games and used them in, in various uh, various. So there is some there is some small good, not because it's of the redeeming, game, but. redeeming qualities. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, so that one that one wasn't a huge burden to us as as players, but I thought it was just like the most humorous. Like, why did they include this extra die? That yeah. Been, right. <laughs> uh, I, I for me, I I would probably have to say it's it's popped up in a couple of the games, but I think one of the worst offenders is uh, Midnight Outbursts red screen yeah decoder <laughs> screen i have always hated these stupid decoder screens where it's very clear that like the card is not being passed around by a lot of the players uh and so it, you could just take the card and not let other people see it there's plenty of trivia games there's plenty of information based games where you're trying not to reveal information to all players at once that do this just fine without using one of those stupid 90s decoder red screens that just give you a headache and makes it look like you're looking through the Terminator's tactical HUD. Like I, I hate it. It's pretty cool though, right? No, it's not cool. <laughs> Would it be better it's if you were eating a fruit by ever. the foot and drinking Capri Sun mm-hmm. playing the game? Like that is that's probably one of the worst mechanics. I was either gonna choose that or uh, I think it's kind of too easy. Uh, dexterity based games with DVD controllers. oh my god that one's too easy <laughs> but, yeah but we will well, i'm sure we'll be talking about that one in uh our later my questions. my honorable so. mention goes to uh trivia about deer so that's what trivia about deer that's <laughs> a great mechanic <laughs> wonder what game that was <laughs> all right question two garrett would you like to read this one i would love to question number two 
If you could go back and regrade any game from an episode that you were a part of, what so, <laughs> specifically only episodes of. that you specifically were on, which would it be, and what score would you would this you get? This is unfair. I'm being bullied. <laughs> Jeff, what's wrong, bullied. bud? What's wrong, bud? What's wrong? I have a past history that isn't of my history. Listen, listen. You couldn't make a recording session. That's not on us. We, <laughs> we I think, very accurately graded what Small Soldiers Big Battle would have been for you. And That's right. The rest is up. I mean, Which is my is, highest review. You got no one to, you got no one to blame you but better you. Which is my Big highest Air review. It's, it's going to be... So, you can't touch that one. Small Soldiers Big Battle, set in stone. So, Jeff, if you could replace anything else, what would it be? I God, I hate to like. Okay, can we? Can we? Um, can we go negative? That's the that's the only question I'm asking. <laughs> no negatives. No the negatives. Scale, zero is the, the lowest you can go, and ten is the highest you can go. All right, all right, all right, all right, all right. If I were to re-rate, I think I would have re-rated Battle Yahtzee better. Um, we'd give it a decent score. We gave it a five point five. I think I would have rated a little higher, like a six. Just because, like, it, looking at the other games that I thought were good, um, I get, like I gave Lie Detector a good one. Um, a lot of the things were that it did its core mechanics well. It was themed pretty nicely. It had pretty good art. Um, and then I think just because we've been seeing a ton of shitty games recently, I, I like <laughs> I would I'd be a li- little bit more lenient on the games that I should give credit to. So, um, yeah, I, I'd probably say that one. I'd, I'd bump it a little bit higher up. So that's actually exactly what I was gonna say. I feel like I'm capped at five point five because I can't. Because Battle Yahtzee has been my favorite game that we've played so far, but I can't give any of these games, you know, appropriate or, or scores over that because I don't want to rate it higher than Battle Yahtzee. So I think I'd probably go like six and a half on Battle Yahtzee. You just got to not show up to an episode and have someone rate your score seven and a half, <laughs> right, and then you can adjust all your other scores up. Um, consistently, Garrett, I'm looking at the charts right now. You've gave American Idol a 5.5. Mm-hmm. You gave What Would You Do for Klondike yeah. Bar a 5.5. You and Small Soldiers a 5.5. Yeah, and I think so, those were actual 5.5 games. And I, I think Battle Yahtzee, I, I probably would go up to like a six and a half. Or, but wow. I, but I think Battle Yahtzee is a is a better game, mm-hmm. um, at least from what I remember. Yeah, mechanics uh, were clean. The theme was good. Yeah, I'll throw an honorable mention out there since mine was the the same as Jeff. And I I kind of wish I had gone lower on spammers. Um, mm-hmm. I really did not enjoy spammers and the mechanics were, I, you know, I don't know. I, I think I graded it high cause it did Munchkin before Munchkin did Munchkin. Right. Um, and it was, you know, somewhat funny, but I, I, on a personal note, it, I don't like how high I rated that just cause I hate those kinds of games. So. Gotcha. Mm-hmm. Yeah. The gotcha yeah. games. But, but I mean, it was, it was a fine game. So, you know, for me, game. uh, just to sort of switch up the tone here and also cause I think it's true. I think in retrospect, uh, I'm gonna go ahead and give you uh, I, when I when I gotta say it, I can say it. That's what separate. That's what makes me a mature <laughs> adult, Garrett. Yeah. I think you were right. I yeah. should not have given 24 a zero. Oh. I hated 24. Yeah, I thought it was awful. I thought it was definitely by far the worst game that we've ever played. Agreed. But yeah. I'm I'm kind of I'm kind of hurting because I realize that I cannot. I'm worried because what if in the future I got to nuke something? I've already, <laughs> I've already nuke. blown I, my load. I think we discussed you know this on I mean? that show. I don't know if you can nuke something more than 24. That game, what that wasn't a game. That's I think that's why I give it a zero. Mm-hmm. I'll defend the zero, but yeah, that's a good point. Yeah, just it's hard because we're not gonna know all the games that we're gonna play in the future because we don't buy them. We don't have like a hundred <laughs> games in store ready for us to mm-hmm. play, and we have an idea of like what's probably gonna be our best and worst. 
Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, we've kind of already set some boundaries and it's weird to kind of reposition them because we want to try to keep all the other games in context as well. Yeah, that's funny. My, my I think my lower limit is solid. Like I am fine where my lower limit is at CSI. And you guys are considerably higher on CSI than I was. But I, mm-hmm. CSI, I thought, was less of a game than 24. So, Wow. And I, I know you can go back and listen to us com- completely uh, just yell at each other about those things, but but we won't we won't do that again. But uh, yeah, yeah, I, I can totally see what you're saying. We're we're 24. You're like, well, it, it's kind of the opposite problem yeah. that I have. You I mean, I, there's it. a couple more tricks that I can pull out of my out of my <laughs> sleeve that'll probably get. A, I'm happy a good with 24. I don't think I'll. Yeah. I think I don't think there's gonna be another game that I'd hate. I think probably it probably had to do with the fact that I was um, game master that day and I was the one controlling the remote and I was I wanted to throw my remote like it was bad <laughs> so funny <laughs> that was the worst could not beat it all right let's let's go ahead and go on to the uh the next question that we got here we got a nice long list of these so we'll keep things nice and clippy uh jeff would you like to read the next question yeah absolutely so what theme or license are you guys itching to get on the show Ooh, i have mine Ooh. so like an ip right like a like an established ip an ip you could, theme, you could have a very general a whole, theme yeah general theme know. could work too i think if you Garrett. think it would appeal to everybody, like, I don't know, keto diet or something like that. <laughs> a dieting a game. A diet game would be pretty funny. Just like Jesus, some craze that somebody's seeking to, to capitalize on right here and right now. Right. Uh, Garrett, you want to go first on this one? I, I'm going to think for a second. Um, yeah, I actually need to think too. Um, Jeff, can you start? Yeah, I'll off? start it off. So the one game, the one theme that I think would be really funny, and not because of the game itself, but because of... The, these three guys on the show um i think it'd be really funny to have an anime themed game on the show <laughs> i just think there'd be just like an endless amount of like stupid quotes and jokes that we could just toss in that are super cheesy um and i just th- i just feel like it'd be a fun show to do so i i think we haven't done like a naro like a really shitty naruto dice game or something like that right if we could find one i'd love to do it i to, to sort of build off that um a dating game like some sort of like some sort of game where we're uh, having to get romantically interested or intimate with uh, a character. Uh, I think that would be a total train wreck on this show. So that's my <laughs> answer. Um, just for the amount of garbage that would come out of our mouths as a result, I think would be a lot of fun. Gary, what about that's you? That's a great one. I think I'm going to go with the ICP or Juggalo crowd. And yes, that's <laughs> an awesome. Yes, I think... Because I, I, that's so specifically targeted at one group of people, and they would just buy it up because it, you know, it's it's part of that brand. And I, I think that would, or at least that I think that would be the marketing strategy with that is like you're targeting these people, and they're the ones that are going to buy it. And uh, dude, I, I would make imagine. a Juggalo game in a heartbeat. Has that been done yet? No idea. We'll have to figure that out, dude. Let's hit up Violent J and see if we get <laughs> Rough Draft Games can design like Juggalo life. And it'd be like sort of like the game of life, but you're a juggalo <laughs> and like you're living in a van for all of it. <laughs> Your supply you of Fago has been stolen. <laughs> Lose $300 unless you have insurance. You come across a magnet. What do you do? Worship it. It's <laughs> <laughs> one, one choice. <laughs> yeah. All right. We got question number four here. Uh, if you were given one of these games, one of the games on our list, as an unfinished game because the designer got fired. What would you be the most interested in taking? Okay. Okay. So sort of like you have a, a wayward game. One of these games is halfway through development. <laughs> Which one would you want to finish off? Yeah. Uh, you want to go first, Gare? Yeah. Uh, this one was actually pretty easy for me. I really thought you could have added some, and I'm a big fan of deck builders. Um, Dominion is one of my favorite games. 
I think you could have added those mechanics to Alien Hotshots, where you have the theme of like the odds versus the evens. I thought that was a, a you know, it, it could have been a creative theme if you actually made them, you know, fight each other. And I think the cards in that game were there, but they just weren't interesting because you couldn't make any decisions around them. You just had to flip them off the top of your deck and, and do whatever it said. But I think if you change that to maybe like drafting them or purchasing them or something like that, where you're kind of building up your deck or, or, or your army or something like that, I think that could have been a, a great game. And also it al- already has excellent artwork. So I would have gone with Alien Hotshots. Very nice. I'll I'll go next here. Um, I love a challenge, boys. <laughs> I would take on Buck Quest. Oh man, that was the one I was and gonna choose. All right. The reason I would take on Buck Quest is because I feel like I could turn that. We could turn that into sort of like an escape the room sort of a game, where it's more like puzzle game. <laughs> Are you're you like lost and you're in the. You could either do it two ways, right? You could be the buck, or you could be like the hunter in the tree stand, and you fall or you get lost in the woods, and you got to find your way out of the woods. And there's all this shit like in random events that happens to you in the woods. Where in that context you can test your survival skills and that your your hunting expertise that the game is sort of trying to teach you so i would try to stay true to the educational efforts of the original designer while i take this game and i make it like some sort of uh bear grills navy seal survival situation i want to turn it into the revenant with uh (laughs) leonardo (laughs) Leonardo DiCaprio dicaprio and have you have just this brutal fight with a bear that's that's what i would do for yeah. Buck Quest. Nice. Yeah, that, yeah. That'd be awesome. Yeah, I could see that. I was going to pick Buck Quest, but I think I'm going to choose something else. So I was looking for games that gave it low scores, but had like pretty open-ended themes. Um, and for me, I feel like, I feel like the Amazing Race is one that I really, like really thought that I could have made better. I mean that I really enjoyed that series. The Amazing Race was a cool show. And, and it was just trivia based questions on a DVD. If I remember correctly, what that game was. Um, and I feel like they could have done a little bit better as to, you know, mixing up where you're going or, um, you know, make, putting a little bit more strategy. I think it's all kind of boxed in because it's a DVD game. So I think the first thing I would have done is just not made it a DVD game. Um, and I, th- I thought that game, game was highly strategic. Yeah. Thanks Garrett. <laughs> just, just because you got to answer after we did <laughs> position myself in such a way to win. Easy for you. Uh, question number five, which of the reviewed games is the best gateway game for a non-gamer? Oh. And I'll go ahead and jump in on this one. Uh, so I, my first pick for this would be either, I think, Battle Yahtzee or Lie Detector. But I'm going to go with Lie Detector. I think it's mm. got some, some gin rummy elements and you've got some, you know, kind of a guess who theme. But you've you've got some gaming mechanisms that you can work with there, and and there's a little bit of depth to it, but it's not overwhelming, and it's it's pretty simple to teach to players, uh, mm-hmm. and the rules were pretty well laid out, not too okay. horrible, not too much of a train wreck. So, uh, my pick is Lie Detector. I'm gonna go with uh, Small Soldiers Big Battle because you don't even have to play that game. <laughs> you don't even have to play it <laughs> to get into it. Man, um, this game is awesome. <laughs> I, the, I would actually, I'd probably actually pick Battle Yahtzee as well. I mean, it, um, you know, it's themed up really well. If you really like AVP, it's you know, uh, if you didn't know anything about Yahtzee, it's really easy to teach them how to play the game. Um, it gives them an opportunity to make decisions based on a little bit of chance and circumstance. So I think um, you know the elements to pick it up are, are there and. There's a couple of little things you can do, and then people can kind of get more into expanding into um, this, the strategy part of the game. So I, I think you guys are being way too generous to sort of normal cools when it comes <laughs> to try. And so if you're going to get them over to your place, you got to have something that is approachable, all right? You got to have something that is light in mechanics, and you got to have something that is fun. Uh, Cards Against Humanity clearly isn't on this list. 
But I would say something that is better than that, and it also is not Midnight Outburst, is <laughs> what would you do for a Klondike bar? All right. I, yeah. I think it is a it's a really solid party game. Uh, very quick, very fun. It has the creative elements to it. It's light, and it is very quick to play. And so the hardest part of doing that would be to getting convincing them to play the game. But if you can get them to play the game, I think then it would be a really good sort of gatekeeper game to sort of make them more open to game nights in their lives. Yeah, okay. Yeah, yeah. that's a good answer. That's a good pick. Good mm-hmm. pick. Pretty good yeah. pick. All right, guys. That leads us to question number six. Uh, and I'm going to rattle <laughs> this one off because clearly I am the current leading champion in the gaming record. So if you guys aren't sure, we keep tabs of who's won each game. Uh, currently, I'm in the, need with, in the lead with nine wins, followed by Thomas at seven and Garrett at six. Gentlemen, defend why you're second and third. <laughs> uh, I guess we'll go in order. Uh, so yeah. I'm in third. And, you know, uh, the games that have taken any ounce of skill or strategy. <laughs> oh, God. Come on. And didn't just re- re- rely on you guys waiting for me to roll your dice for you. Uh, you know, it's pretty clear who had the edge in those games. Uh, we, we look at American Idol, a nice light strategic game that I had open information for. We look at uh, games like Lie Detector. Um, nope, Jeff won Lie Detector. Midnight Outburst, which is <laughs> whoops, scratch that. <laughs> Midnight Outburst, which is uh, you know, getting the heads of of. I, I actually didn't run Midnight Outburst for the, so the first game that I didn't run, second game that I third game that I didn't run, whatever game it was, <laughs> I didn't run it. I won that game. Um, and you know, other games that take an amazing amount of skill, like The Amazing Race. Where you got to position yourself at the end. It's got and, amazing right in the mm-hmm. name. It's got amazing right in the title. I, in, in any strategic board game, I think I have the clear advantage. You guys have had the benefit of some lucky dice rolling. All right. Here's the reason why I am in second. So I have I have only won seventh games because I'm just going to tell you like it is. Uh, Garrett's cheating. <laughs> <laughs> okay. All right. We all know. We've seen this. You guys can't see this when we're playing these games, but Garrett has plays these on webcam, and he'll roll the dice, and it just goes right off screen, and he'll go, oh, you got oh, a six. Oh, well, you know, this oh, is wow. a... Oh, you got a one, buddy. Sorry. <laughs> Maybe next time, big guy. And, uh, you know, I know that there's a larger conspiracy that's sort of holding me down as far as limiting my potential it's fake and news. my prowess, and it's fake news, and... Uh, you know what? Eventually, you're going to get yours, Garrett, so you watch your back. Uh, so that leaves me. I'd like to give my victory speech. So uh, <laughs> so we want to talk about two things today, and that's breadth and depth. So first of all, <laughs> clearly, I cover the breadth because I've won some of the, quote, easy games that Garrett's talking about, like Alien Hot Shots. And then, but if you want to talk about depth of game... Uh, I have won games like Lord of the Rings Return of the King, which if you want to talk about depth, good God, that game's got some depth. <laughs> so I covered both bases there. And then the last, you know, redeeming quality, and the most important probably, is because I won the, the game that matters the most, which is The Apprentice. So I have the stamp of approval from the Don himself. President of the oh United... The official seal of approval from the United States of America. Yep. Secretary right. of Games right here. Next question. Pick a game at random. Now remove one of the components of the game. Is it now better or worse? So I've got my random number generator pulled up here, boys. So I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm actually gonna assign everybody in a number. Here. Okay, perfect. So I was gonna, gonna ask. Yeah, that's gonna determine right. what uh, num- what uh, game you get. <clears throat> so 
Number between 1 and 24. Uh, Jeff, you're going to go first. Are you ready? Yeah. All right. You have to remove a component from number 11, which is spammers. <laughs> what? There's only one component. Which is- <laughs> yeah, remove it. Better or worse. All right. So remove I'm removing it. a component, which is the spams themselves, the car- one of the card types. And uh, I'm going to say it makes the game worse because that game was pretty <laughs> decent. And then you basically don't have a game if you just remove, you rip out, remove out the core, core part of the game. So, yeah, I'm going to say it makes that game worse. All right, Thomas, you rolled a 14. That is CSI, Crime Scene Investigation. What am I going to I think most of the games that we review have very limited components. I'm not sure if this question was a good idea because once we, once we, okay, okay, no, no, no. Can I get rid of, can I count a mechanic as a component? Yeah, can I do that? Sure. Does it have okay. a physical aspect to it? It's kind of like the way that you lay out the cards. Okay. All right. I would get rid. I'll take the tableau as a component. I would get rid of the uh, laying of cards individually as opposed to doing it as a team when all the information is going to be shared eventually. That was just stupid. Yep. It was so stupid. Um, So my randomly generated number is nine, and that means I am taking on The Apprentice, which (laughs) are... I, I think the only component I would take out is that you can effectively take out and not ruin the game is the Donald Trump card because <laughs> because it it's literally just in there for him to uh, tell you that he would, he would obviously win if he's in the for game. For him to brag. Um, and I'm actually going to say that would make the game worse if you took that out. I, I thought that was an excellent Easter egg in, yeah. the, in the little game if you tried to play with him. All right. All right. Who wants to read the next, next question? question? Yeah, Garrett, why don't you read the next question for us, bud? All right. Next question. So I got a nice hypothetical for you, boys. Shoot. Hypothetically, you sell your share of Rough Draft games to the other two to pursue a career in influencing. <laughs> it's a total failure. After two years, you've blown through all of your savings. <laughs> My life. Literally, no one will help you. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> I love it. I love that I'm trying to become a social media influencer. <laughs> what a bust. However, the following companies have all offered you a job to create a roll and move podcast themed game. They're going to give you $500 up front and 0.25% royalty of all games sold. You oh, need this. <laughs> you have to get the other two. So you have to get the other two members of Rough Draft Game signatures okaying this. The license is out. And so who do you sell to from the following options? So I'm going to say your first option is Trump Productions, LLC. But you have to prove that you can sell 500 copies on the streets of Los Angeles before you get your $500 up front. Or oh. be Cardinal Games, but your tar- target demographic has to be 8-13 year olds. C, Twilight Creations, but it has to be zombie themed. <laughs> Or D, Pressman Toys, but you have to make it a DVD game with a remote dexterity challenge. My answer is going to be short, simple. I got this. I go for the 8 to 13-year-old demographic. We put in a lot of references to uh, to tackies and flaming Hot Cheetos, and we just call it... We, it's like a challenge. It's a challenge to watch bad bad movies and play bad board games. It's a challenge to do all this stuff, and we have over-the-top reactions, and boom. <laughs> I'm we're not- in. I'm not sure I'd sign off on that. I'm not sure I'm okay with that. It's Garrett, it's a direction. money-making machine. You have it's to understand the way these kids' point, minds works. I think 0.25% of the royalty is, nah, I mean, 8 to 13-year-olds don't have a ton of Garrett, money. please! Dude, I need parents this. parents could buy it, right? Sorry, Sorry about that. Ooh. Jeff, what do you got? What do you got for me? Well, I'm not going to do D. 
<laughs> because D is DVD based board games. Um, I might be able to convince you guys to do A only because of the chance, the off chance that Trump is actually there and you guys would just want to be around and it'd be kind of funny. Uh, and and the other thing too is that you know likely you'd have to help me sell the copies as well so you know at least you have some skin in the game um uh, i'd probably either pick that or if i did do the cardinal games i'd probably do something similar and like put Fortnite on it or something like that but i'm gonna say a i'm gonna say just the the sheer fact that you guys would find it hilarious that to have anything to do with trump and and signature yeah and maybe yeah and maybe you'd you'd get your signature there i don't have much to add to that my answer is also a i think i would have 500 copies is a lot on the streets of la selling something with donald trump's name on it that's not gonna happen (laughs) <laughs> but, uh, but I would I would totally be in it for that experience, and you know I'd have that. Uh, oof, you know, yeah. be pretty <laughs> be pretty funny. <laughs> uh, this is not looking good for me, huh? <laughs> but it'd be a good story later on. Would good it? story? So I also would pick a. Uh, next question: If you had to bet your life savings on winning one of the games we have reviewed, playing against one of the other two, which game and which opponent would you pick? <laughs> Oh, baby. Uh, this is easy this is for me. My entire life savings, so all zero dollars, I will bet. <laughs> Here we go. Easy what do you for got me? Confident <laughs> man. Confident man. Uh, this is an easy one for me. I would definitely pick The Amazing Race, and I would go up against... I, I don't really care. Either of y'all is fine. Jeff. <laughs> I'll take Jeff. <laughs> um, hmm. <laughs> okay, I want I want to ask a, a complimentary question. Um, do I lose my life savings if nobody Jimmy. wins? <laughs> if nobody wins. <laughs> yes, yes, you lose it. Somebody has to win. You can't pick twenty four. Dang it. Okay, <sighs> I'd probably take my chances with. I mean, right now I have to play against two people anyway. So I'm my thought is I'd try to eliminate one person by picking a game that I feel like one of you just wouldn't like to play. So I'm going to pick a, a game with uh, one of those beautiful red filters, uh, like Midnight oh. Outburst. And uh, I'm specifically going to uh, pick Thomas because I think he just would he'd just be miserable the entire time. The good, the good news is that I would die of an aneurysm. Before, yeah, exactly. You'd just be like, Before. I can't deal with this anymore. That's interesting. You picked a game you didn't win in the, uh, in the original. All right, Thomas. Because I am... I have the superior mind, and I am of superior deductive skills, and I just know this is a quality about me. Uh, I would go with the CSI game, and I would challenge uh, Garrett to it, because I think uh, I think I'd be able to I, take him down. I, I think you could beat me in that. I, I think I'd take him down. I'd We'd be just pretty mad. <laughs> you would not enjoy playing that. And uh, I think you winning the first round of that was a fluke, Garrett. I don't think you you didn't technically win. We still gave you the victory. Uh, uh, nah, that, that was a big technical foul we'll see. on that because you did not get the exact. You, I don't think you got it exactly right. I can't. I'm not. That. I'm not sure you would be able to get the exact one on that either. But that, that's fine. Well, I'll, I'll let you count that one. <laughs> there, there's a possibility you would get it. Where I would argue that there is not a possibility you would get that in 24. All right, Jeff. You want to read the next question? Yeah. So, uh, Garrett, how long should it have actually taken you to configure your microphone? <laughs> <laughs> Jerk. How long did it actually right. take him, everybody? Like a couple episodes? It took me, uh, it took me know, three episodes. I think it should have probably have taken him one. You know, I think that's that's the <laughs> correct the correct amount of time for a you know an, a functioning adult. But you know. <laughs> both of those are in quotes. So, 
Uh, yeah, I, I don't have much defense against this. I had my microphone <laughs> backward uh, for episodes two and three, and then I had a uh, basically a headset microphone for episode one, um, yeah. which we ended up having to go back and, and re- remix remaster if you will we remastered it it sounds good I'm glad it sounds it, it sounds better now but Pretty that crazy. is that is not because of how my original microphone configuration was so i i i accept any blame you have here on me <laughs> and uh i i'm certain that i have turned thousands of people away from the podcast because i listened to episodes one two and three and they're just like who's this guest caller calling in just <laughs> <laughs> who's this guy Monotony. calling in on yeah. a payphone in new mexico <laughs> So the good news is is that all of our listeners do not have to listen to any episodes in any particular order, so you can just jump right in. So uh, so skip the episodes wanna... where Garrett sounds like he's yeah being being kidnapped. <laughs> it sounds like he's making a call from the bottom of a trunk. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Help! All right, all right, Garrett, we'll give this one to you. So uh, you can you want to read the next question? Yes. So let's say that you have to convince a you have to you have to convince a random group of strangers to play one of the games. By dumping out all of the compon- components of the box on a table, which game would it be? So, <laughs> I, so you're I, basically going off of like what looks the most interesting. Yeah. What well, looks the most interesting as you just dump it on the box, and <laughs> so I, I think there's the a street. there's a fine balance here. I think if you because I think if you dump Lord of the Rings out, you see all the sweet Lord of the Rings stuff, but you are immediately just turned off by like the. Th- Four hours you're about to invest in they, building this elaborate. They don't setup. know that. Maybe they don't know it's four hours yeah. though, buddy. I don't know. I, and plus, the, they're made by Rosart, so you can tell that it's cheap components. Ah uh, man, so I think that I would probably go with like I, I, I'm gonna I'm gonna go with a little bit of a wild card here. I think I'd go with Bruopoly because I think you know it's got some nice pictures <laughs> it's got of beer like, on it. Yeah, it's got well, it's <laughs> got nice sad. pictures of beer and. Cool. It, it, and it kind of looks like it's got some of this artwork that kind of is a little bit appealing and it, mm-hmm. it kind of draws you in. Like, it's like, oh, it's, I get to learn all this stuff about beer. And the box like tells you that like you're going to become an expert on all this stuff. And then you end up just playing Monopoly. So that sucks. Mm-hmm. But I think Monopoly is at least approachable for enough people. So I'm going to go with uh, Brewopoly is my pick. And I would hate to have played that. But if I got to convince people. That's you just got to convince them. I would go with one of two answers. If I'm, if I'm going for somebody younger or someone who has the, the mind of a, of a stupid child like me, <laughs> uh, I would go with Small Soldiers Big Battle. You got a catapult. You got all those fun little figurines there. You got a toy store. super easy to set up. You got this big hexagonal board that you can play on. It's, it's a lot of fun. It's very fun to look at. Like It's very fun. I think it's a very sharp looking game with a very clear dexterity component mixed into it uh yeah. that's going to draw a lot of people in uh if i wasn't going with that i'd go with nfl rough show, rush zone because it's got all the football side stuff it's got the little field goal things on it it looks like it's a very fun quick paced game to play which it is uh so yeah those are my picks yeah, that's a good point. I um I was actually originally going to pick the Lord of the Rings Return of the King because like you said like there's a lot of really neat you, there's a cardboard mountain and a bunch of rings and the and the little card pieces. Yeah, it doesn't look like the best, but I I, I don't know. I'd still pick that one. I think enough people like like the like the series to maybe commit to the game, and then I have to deal with the four hours afterwards. <laughs> and then they will feel the pain. <laughs> gotcha. Uh, or actually, no. I'll let I'll let you read this next one, Jeff. I think uh, this might have been your yeah. Okay. Of the question, so the um, so next question. Uh, we've done a ton of cash grab games in uh in roll and move where. Clearly, people are just reboxing, and the intent is just to make a quick buck. 
Um, so now there's another cash grab opportunity for them. You are forced to replay every single game that we've replayed, 24 games, or you can pay the game creators to sit out that game. You can only pick one. So which game would you sit out from and how much would you be willing to pay? Oh my gosh. Oh, you changed. Oh, oh man. You changed this question. Okay. Uh, I think I I definitely would pick CSI and I would be willing to pay. (laughs) How much is three hours of my time worth? Uh, I'm going to say like, I don't know. But just keep in mind, if you pick CSI, that means you have to play I know, Lord of the Rings and 24. Yeah, and- yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I know. I, it's still CSI. It's going to be CSI, and it's going to be like probably $150 I would I would be willing to pay to not have to pay to play that game. <laughs> Especially after I've played the other 23 games. If, if like I've played 23 games and the last one up is CSI, like I am definitely going to, I might be willing to pay like, Two fifty, two hundred and fifty dollars to not play. CSI. Well, so like if, if we're just sitting there back to back playing all these games, like at a certain point you're gonna be willing to purchase your sanity, and I think no, yeah, no way. I I'm calling I'm calling a hard blo- a hard bull on that, dude. You're gonna pay two hundred and fifty dollars to not play CSI the card. We got through that in maybe like an hour and ten. No way. It took a no long way. time. <laughs> i love that he's I'm, I'm also i'm also factoring in like i i personally had to read the rules for that game and like teach you guys beforehand so i, I gotta factor that in that's fair well. um yeah. what about you tom um for me uh let's see for here me? uh for me um i'm gonna be honest i'm not going over 20 bucks <laughs> just I'm not. I'm not walking away with an L. I'm not walking away taking a financial hit due to a board <laughs> game. So it's just a matter of what am I gonna throw a tenner or <laughs> what am I gonna throw a tenner at to make it go away? Uh, I would probably throw it at the uh, Lord of the Rings game. That is so long yeah. and just so grueling and such a slog. It's like three hours that I would pay to. To, I would pay to pass. That's pay to pass. Yep. Um. So for me, I have a clear bottom uh, game that we played, and I was the one who was game master of this one, and we couldn't even get through it. <laughs> <clears throat> and we have a caveat that we wrote, but we didn't, I didn't say it, but was um games must be played to completion. So we couldn't even finish this one. So I'd almost have to pay for this one to not be played, which is 24. <laughs> um, I would pay – I'd probably pay – I don't know. I'd probably pay hundred bucks to not play twenty four, dude. Like it was that bad. Like I was just like so. So with the premise that you would have to eventually finish the exactly game, so you, once. You, okay. Yeah, 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 yeah. Because like otherwise, if I don't play yeah. it, I'm literally playing it for the rest of my life. <laughs> like because <laughs> I can't finish the game. Uh, Lord of the Rings. Yeah. I almost said too because it would be such a huge time sink. Um, mm-hmm. but I figured that honestly, like if we really wanted to make that game fun, like and we really wanted to make it weird, like we could dress up and like for for whatever reason we'd make a house rule to like only be able to talk in the voice of Frodo or something stupid like that, and we'd giggle our way through it. It would be a long run, but yeah, I, I, I figure there's a way we can make that one fun. 24, I just, I, I can't, I will never replay that game. The the fun in 24 is figuring out a way to make Faramir stay on the board for more than two turns. <laughs> oh, you mean you in uh, Lord of the Rings? He just died immediately. Yeah, he just insta-dies. It was super funny. That was really funny, that game. It's hilarious. Alright, I will uh, read our next question here. So we have <laughs> You're hosting a game night with your current boss, an ex-girlfriend, 
a Trump supporter, and a member of Antifa. What game do you select from our lineup to play and why? Oh, man. So this would be such an easy question if it weren't for the current boss. Because my... <laughs> That's the good curveball that's in that's there. That's the curveball because I, I I need this job. I, I don't want to go into influencing and have to force you guys to sign up to to do something. Um, even so, I think it's worth the story to pull out The Apprentice. <laughs> <laughs> because we are going to very have... very strong opinions in that game. Oh, I mean, yeah. it's going to be a is, lot of yelling it, in that room. It's essentially pulling out a all versus one game. And yeah. everybody is going to, at least... For the for the people that I would be playing with, there's going to be one person that is clearly going to be singled out and attacked, and it I think it would be pretty humorous. So, um, <laughs> <laughs> I I think I would go with that one. I, I would I would pick the Apprentice board game. Uh, I'm I'm trying to pick something that's either like going to offend everybody or is going to <laughs> uh, like be so muted that nobody's going to get offended. Um, mm. So a couple things that pop out are like things that maybe nobody's interested in, like uh, if everyone or people that everyone loves. So like we could pick NFL Rush Zone for whatever reason. They I don't know. Nike will probably come out with a commercial that says everyone has a team, um, and so <laughs> and so I could do, I could play that for example, and you know it becomes less about their other interest. But I, I'm gonna pick right. like something really stupid, which is Alien Hot Shots, because it literally has like nothing to do with any of their personal biases, and it's just numbers. <laughs> And it's super mm-hmm. abstract, um, so I, I'll, I'd probably just pick that just to stay out of trouble. Yeah, I I, I would do. Um, I think what you got to do is you got to unite a room against a common enemy, right? <laughs> uh, you know, it's like, oh, look, we there's there's problems with everyone here, but you know what really sucks? Twilight. We <laughs> <laughs> gotta fight those and vampires so we or wolves. We, we, we would just talk about uh, how much Twilight sucked and how much we didn't like the movie, and we we play the game, and then. You know, all of a sudden, you have created a an other that you know no one really yeah. cares about because it's just point. a movie. And then uh, you know you're able to. Uh, but I appreciate your answer, Garrett. Going for the story, yeah. going for the story as opposed to the non-confrontational, highly think, commendable. Sir. Yeah, and I and I think Jeff's idea would work out uh, with Alien Hot Shots unless I'm there and I'm like you know making some comparisons on like border <laughs> security and like aliens, illegal <laughs> aliens. Yeah, so. it depends on if you have an instigator. <laughs> I think if you added a flat earther in there, it'd be pretty funny too. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! All right, All right our final question, uh, Thomas. I would love for you to take this one away. Okay, which board game creator would you unfairly assume is a genuinely bad person? <laughs> Can I fairly assume that someone's a genuinely bad person? <laughs> fairly assume? I wanted to put thing? this in there just because it was just it was just mean spirited enough. But we need to acknowledge <laughs> we don't know these people. But who does your gut tell you? Is just oh, I absolutely. Not a good person. I, my person is gonna be uh, was it Midnight Outburst, the creator who was like, you can pay yeah. five thousand dollars to Skype message me for like thirty yeah. minutes. I that guy like clearly has like a complex and <laughs> like he the, the whole thing was about him and it was incredible how conceited he was and literally like as part of the Kickstarter campaign he said uh, something mm-hmm. to the tune of oh get a chance to talk to the board game legend so and so and it was like. Not not his words, ours or something like that. But it's clearly him that wrote it. So it's just like it was right. so weird. It was super weird for me. And the guy was just super conceited. So yeah, I, I would say uh, I picked that guy, Brian Hirsch. Brian Hirsch. Yeah, yeah. We kept getting his name wrong in the show. It was really yeah. funny. 
it's a that's a common theme with us if you're if you're ever yeah. tweeting with us we're not gonna get your name right yeah uh, brandon hershey he's a pretty bad guy uh, <laughs> yeah bobby hirschman <laughs> so unfortunately we do not have a name associated with this one but i have to go with battle of the sexes with just like how oftentimes degrading the questions oh, yeah. were with just like the assumptions mm-hmm. that it makes based on um whether you're a male or a female and what your mm-hmm. knowledge base is so I, I i will go with the anonymous creator of battle of the sexes okay uh i'm going to go with uh, let's go with the creator of the napoleon dynamite game <laughs> <laughs> the ultimate example of just coming just, out with something surely for a cash grab yeah yeah dropping trowel Going for a cash grab, <laughs> not even trap. having just you know crapping something out. Zero and decency. That you're going to be able to make some green, yeah. And it wasn't even received that well. It didn't do well financially. It's not. They can't even say the same thing that like Brian Hirsch or you know the creator of rules of the game did. That they at least had the business wherewithal to make that work. Not only are they a bad person, they're also a bad business person. And so <laughs> this makes you worse in my book. So that's what uh, I would say. Uh, you had the license and you blew it. You blew it, Jack. Well, boys, well, this is it. This is the end big 25. of our big 25, our quarter life crisis. So happy uh, 25th episode. Yeah. Happy 25th episode, lad. Is there any anything that you guys would like to sort of conclude with as we're going forward into the great beyond the great future? Oh man, I I have had such a fun time doing this, and and you know this kind of you know on a on a personal note, this kind of started out as a as a way to just you know funnel and, and prepare for our release with um with all rise. But I genuinely have a great time re- making these recording these episodes. So right. you know, if if all rise is a is a bust on the level of of Buck Quest or something like that, a fellow Texas uh, game creation, then mm-hmm. I would. I would be sad if we if we ever quit doing uh, roll and move. I, I have such a good time with that. So it's it's been a fun little ride, boys. Jeff, any uh, any closing thoughts? Yeah, I'd like to echo what Garrett said. It's been a ton of fun. Just like you know, people are now coming to me and asking me my opinions on games, which is really weird. Um, and I'm like, no, 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 no. I don't I don't do good games. I only do bad games. <laughs> I only play um, in the trash. But yeah, so it's it's um it's been a totally different experience, and that's pretty neat. And um and just being able to say that I've you know now started working on a podcast. It's been a um, a pretty interesting icebreaker. So that, that's been a ton of fun. And then the other thing I'd like to add is that um, half price half, half price books. You guys really need to get on the ball and sponsor us. Yeah, <laughs> what are you guys so doing? So much money on. Well, not maybe not that much money, but we've bought ton a ton uh, no, of have, different have, games from you guys. Uh, we're averaging like three. And, and we're bucks, giving you a lot of free advertising in, uh, to all of our <laughs> listeners. So yeah, so get on the ball. Right. We'd love to work with you. Shoot us mm-hmm. shoot us an email and drop us a line. Me, personally, I am excited about the future. I'm very excited. Garrett has uh, shown me a little bit of a teaser of a game that is going to be coming down the pipes, and it is absolutely insane. Anytime that we get to sort of uh, pull back the curtain on some some travesty that I didn't even know existed just uh, enriches my life. And, and if you, dear <laughs> listener, would like to tell us if we have enriched your life or maybe we have made it exponentially worse, you can also air your complaints to us. If you go to at Rough Draft Games on Twitter, you can talk to us, you can hit us up, you can recommend games for us to play into the future because we're going to try and keep doing this absolutely as long as we can as we continue to develop All Rise and move forward. Surprisingly, there's no shortage of games. Uh, Brian Hirsch, uh, I'm so 
sorry you've gotten such a bad rap on this show. I'm not. Uh, but if you need to defend yourself, uh, go ahead and shoot us over an email, refdraftgames at gmail.com. We would be happy to have you on the show to defend your honor. Uh, I personally can can relate to that. These guys gang up on me all the time. So if you if you need a, a partner to come on the show and defend <clears throat> defend your honor, I would be happy to take that upon myself. Yeah, as a winner of all the game, as a winner of most of the games <laughs> that we played, I'd like to yeah, come on, come games. on to the show, Brian. I'd like to, I'd like to chat with you. Um, yeah, I got some things to say. Yeah, and lastly, if you want to check out all the other episodes from all the games that we discussed today, um, you can check that out on our website at roughdraftgames.com under the roll and move tab. Uh, there's other things that you can check out as well, including our thematic blog post, which talks about what you can do or eat. Uh, or other games you can play related to specific games that we thought were really thematic. And lastly, check out All Rise, which is the game that we're working on um, with a ton of fervor uh, to try to release sometime this year, hopefully. Um, and come check out that on our page as well. So that's roughdraftgames.com. And lastly, it would be remiss if we didn't go ahead and thank of those of you who have gone on to iTunes and rated us five stars, left a review. Uh, it really means a lot to us, and it helps uh, spread spread the news on what we're doing here. It helps us with the algorithms, and uh, it just gives us encouragement to keep going, guys, because we're in this for the long haul. We love slogging through crap, and we're happy <laughs> to have you guys doing it with us. Until next time, take care. Bye.